Y'all, Zacchaeus was a bad man. He was a tax collector. And, well, don't get worried if you work for the IRS. Because, you see, it was like this. The kingdom of Judah was conquered by the empire of Rome. And because Judah was conquered by Rome, Judah had to pay taxes to Rome, which nobody liked. So it's kind of like, imagine if, God forbid, the Russians would invade the United States. And invading the United States, God forbid, the Russians would take over. And then, because they had taken over, they would begin to charge us taxes. And we would begin paying taxes to Moscow. And, because none of us would want to pay taxes to Moscow, the Russians would send over tax collectors to be in charge of collecting the taxes. For us to send from America to Moscow. That's what it was like for the people in Judah and in Samaria and in Galilee and in those places to pay taxes to Rome. Zacchaeus was a tax collector. There's not necessarily anything wrong with that. That's just why nobody liked him. What makes Zacchaeus a bad man is because he was a thief. What many tax collectors would do in those days is they would receive a quota from Rome of how much they had to collect. And then it was their job to go get the quota and send it to Rome. The problem was that the people, the tax collectors would charge them whenever they would want. So they would cheat them. And they would steal from them over and over and over again. And Zacchaeus was not just a regular tax collector, but he was an arch tax collector, a chief tax collector. He was in charge of the whole operation in, I guess, a certain region. Zacchaeus was a bad man. Then Jesus comes by. And Zacchaeus, even though he's a bad man, there's something that's stirring in him. And even though he's a bad man, he's somehow intrigued, he's somehow attracted to the holiness of Jesus Christ. So, when he hears Jesus is coming by, you know the story, he goes, he climbs up the tree so that he can see Jesus, and Jesus looks at him. He looks up. Zacchaeus, I'm coming to your house. Imagine how you would feel. You know your sins. You know the places where you fall short. You know where your house is a mess. And Jesus looks at you today. I'm coming to your house. Man, I would freak out because my house is a mess right now. I'd mean for it to be a mess, but it just kind of got that way. And 
and, and I thought I was going to be able to clean it up today, and, and, and I didn't have time, and, and, and my parents are coming tonight, and they probably just got here, and they saw that my house is a mess. Coming to your house. Will you let him come? When he rings the doorbell, when Jesus knocks on the door, will you let him in? He says in the book of Revelation, Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And to he who opens the door, I will come in and dine with him and he with me. Sometimes we're scared to open the door because we know how messy our houses are. Sometimes we know somebody's coming over and we take all the mess and we just like shove it in the closet and hope that nobody opens that door. Or maybe it's like this. Maybe we, we have a room in our house, a room in our souls. Well, we've got all that stuff that we don't want anybody else to see. And it's closed and it's locked. So we let Jesus in because we shoved all the mess into that room. We're sitting at, at the table and we're eating and we're talking. And you know you have that nagging feeling? There's something we need to talk about. You know Jesus wants to go. Wants to go in that room. I'm scared. I'm scared for him to see my sins. I'm scared for him to see my inadequacies. I'm scared for him to see some of my thoughts. I'm scared and I'm ashamed and 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 I don't know I, I don't know what to do. Because I want Jesus and I want everybody else to see this mass of a perfect put together person that I portray on the outside. And we don't want to let God in to the place of our sin. To the places where we, like Zacchaeus, act badly. And God's looking at us. And He sees our house. And He sees all the effort that we put in to keeping Him out of that room and to keeping Him from seeing that room and I just imagine like, like that the Lord kind of laughs, laughs with me. Actually, He does laugh with me sometimes in prayer. Because I spend all this energy trying to keep Him out of this room. And He's, and he's there looking at my house. And, and my house doesn't even have a roof. He can see it all. He knows it all. And he wants to come to your house. Will you let him? Zacchaeus was a bad man. And Jesus didn't wait for Zacchaeus to become a good man to go to his house. No. Jesus took the opportunity that he had. He looked at Zacchaeus and he 
He saw Zacchaeus. See, there were other people in the gospel. When they saw it, they all murmured. They started gossiping. He has gone to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. Those people, all they saw was Zacchaeus' sin. They didn't see Zacchaeus. All they saw was his sin. But Jesus, Jesus could look through Zacchaeus' sin and see the person. And when Jesus looks at you, and when he looks at me, yeah, he sees our sin. And yeah, he wants us to repent of that because that's separating us from him. But y'all, Jesus saw Zacchaeus. And Jesus sees you. And when Jesus looks at you, and you look at Jesus, that's when your life has changed. When Jesus and I look at each other, that is where conversion happens. That is where happiness comes. That is where those things that I've just struggled and struggled and struggled and struggled with and want to be over, that's where those things are taken care of. When I look at Jesus and when Jesus looks at me and when we go together and open the door to that room with all that ugly stuff that he already sees anyway because we ain't got a roof. And Jesus looks at Zacchaeus. Jesus goes to Zacchaeus' house. And there, Zacchaeus is converted. How do we know that Zacchaeus had 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 a conversion? We know by his actions. Behold, Lord, half of my goods I give to the poor. He's a rich crook, so he gives half his stuff away. Because he knows that he's attached to wealth in a disordered way. And that he has sinned. Not by being rich, but by stealing the money. And he says, hey, and you know what? If I have defrauded anyone of anything, all the stuff I stole, I'm going to restore it four times over. Because in the book of Exodus, it says that's what you're supposed to do. If you steal something, you owe it back four times. And Zacchaeus' life is changed. Because Jesus comes to his house. Today we begin this new series for November. Home is where your heart is. And we start with this. Jesus is knocking. He's knocking on the door. He doesn't care that your house is a mess. He knows about all your sins. And He sees you. And He loves you. Today, I want to come to your house. Today, I want to go in all the rooms of your house. Today, I want to love you. Today, I want to heal you. Today, I want to see you for who you are and change your life.
He knocks on the door today. Will you let him in?